0: All You Need To Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. There's lots to tell you about on today's edition of All You Need To Know. Thanks for listening in. I'm Alex Matthew. is the 13th of February. India's industrial output contracted in December, countering signs that suggested that economic growth is bottoming out. The index of industrial production fell 0.3% in December compared with an increase of 1.82% in November. 36 economists polled by Bloomberg had pegged IIP growth at 1.7%. And there was no good news to be found on the inflation print either. Retail inflation in India rose to the highest since May 2014, pushed higher by expensive food items and higher telecom tariffs. Consumer price inflation stood at 7.59% in January, compared with 7.35% in December. Inflation in food and beverages rose to 11.8%, compared with 12.2% in December. The retail inflation print came in a little higher than consensus uh, expectations of 40 economists polled by Bloomberg. They pegged it at 7.4% in January. A major determinant of inflation in India is crude prices, and it looks like they're going to be under pressure for at least the short term. The OPEC has slashed forecasts for global oil demand as the coronavirus hits the use of fuel in China, leaving the group facing a renewed glut despite its recent production cuts. The cartel reduced projections for demand growth in the first quarter by 440,000 barrels a day, or about a third in its monthly report. The OPEC collectively pumped 28.86 million barrels a day in January, and if it maintains that rate, there will be a surplus of 570,000 barrels a day during the second quarter when consumption slows down seasonally. Prices cracked to a one-year low during the day yesterday and then recovered to hover above the $56 per barrel mark. In corporate news, Yes Bank said it has delayed its third-quarter earnings as the private sector lender is reviewing non-binding expressions of interest from four investors. Yes Bank has received non-binding expressions of interest from JC Flowers & Co., Tilden Park Capital Management, OHA, LLP, and Silverpoint Capital, according to an exchange filing on Wednesday. The bank was initially slated to declare its results by tomorrow but will now report earnings on or before the 14th of March. India will infuse 2,500 crore rupees into three public sector general insurers to help them meet their buffer requirements. The cabinet approved the fund infusion into United India Insurance Company, Oriental Insurance Company and the National Insurance Company in the light of the critical financial position and breach of regulatory solvency requirements, according to Prakash Dawadhikar, who is the Minister of Environment, Forest and Climate Change and Information and Broadcasting. In international news, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell came close to acknowledging that the central bank may not have the firepower to fight the next recession and called on Congress to get ready to help. He told the House Financial Services Committee on Tuesday that the current low level of interest rates means that it would be important for the fiscal policy to support the economy if it weakens. The remark, which came in opening testimony that Powell is due to repeat to a Senate panel on Wednesday, was an unusual appeal by the head of a politically independent institution that is used to combating economic contractions on its own. U.S. President Donald Trump is likely to visit Ahmedabad on the 24th of February, where Prime Minister Narendra Modi will likely host him in a mega event along the lines of Howdy Modi, which was held in the U.S. last year. In international markets, U.S. stocks climbed yet again, with the Dow and the Nasdaq climbing over nine-tenths of a percent and the S&P 500 ending higher by about 0.6%. And it's a bit of a mixed start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region. The Japanese Nikkei 225 was trading flat, while the other two early risers were positive last I checked. And with that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking at the start today?
1: Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, global cues are muted at this point of time, and the SX Nifty is also indicating a muted outlook. Among the big companies up reporting numbers today, there is Nestle, there is BPCL, there is Apollo Hospitals, there is Vodafone, Page Industries, Lemon Tree, Lux Industries and Hindustan Aeronautics. In terms of results announced, IRCTC revenues were up 65%, profit was up 2.8 times and EBITDA was up 2.7 times. Now, there were two reasons. First of all, the tax rate was much lower this time around and raw materials as a percentage of sales was lower, which aided the margin. But the revenue growth was led in by the internet ticketing business. And that was on account of the reintroduction of the service charge, which was stopped post demonetization. So that was the additional Philip that uh, IRCTC got. Ashok Leyland, very poor set of numbers, revenues down 37%, profit down 93%, and a bit down 65%. Raw material as a percentage of sales moved up significantly and the margin hit was attributable to the higher discounting and inventory correction. The volume growth was also a negative 29%. RT Industries revenues down 5%, net profit up 5%, EBITDA was flat. The margins improved marginally due to lower raw material costs. Dish TV revenues down 40 40- percent 3%, EBITDA down 5%. There was a net loss of 65 crores compared to a profit this time around. Overall, the EBITDA margins came in slightly better on account of low operating cost and Indias, and the subscription revenue was down 43%. Very poor set of numbers from Natco Pharma. The EBITDA was down 38%, and that was on account of higher employee cost and other expenses. The revenue was majorly impacted by the export formulation business, which saw a double digit drop that came in. Torrent power revenues down 5%, EBITDA 14%, profit up 77%. The profit is higher on tax reversal and the margin is expanded due to lower energy purchase cost. PI industries again strong numbers, revenues up 20%, profit up 12%, EBITDA 25%. The revenue growth was on strong performance in both the domestic and export business and higher acreage across key crops during the Rabi season aided volumes. Among stocks to watch, Yes Bank has delayed its quarterly results and with published the third quarter results on March 14. The delay is as the bank is engaged in capital raising. General Insurance Corporation of India has obtained license from the Bank of Russia for commencement of reinsurance business in Russia. PNC IntroTech has been declared the lowest bidder for a ham project in Uttar Pradesh for a bid cost of 2052 crores. And Chalet Hotels has been deleted from the MSCI India Domestic Small Cap Index. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, BloombergQuinn.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade.
0: Thanks, Sarshan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you could listen to the show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyruses Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma, or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.